Welcome again to another episode of Real Talk with Chris and Ross, episode number 19. We're always excited to be on here sharing some of our ideas, thoughts, and innovative ideas. Uh, we are catered, honestly, to a lot of the real estate industry, obviously, because Ross and I both are in the real estate world. We're 30 years combined of real estate history and experience, and we love bringing a lot of the topics that um, a lot of mindset stuff that we like to really plug into. Um, and hopefully that the audience out there that are listening is something they could take away and utilize in their life as a nugget to maybe change the direction or trajectory. I also like to cater to those who are out, outward thinkers, right? Those who are forward thinkers, visionaries, and uh, big thinkers. So we're excited to continue this episode number 19 with my co-host as always, Mr. Ross Rosen. What's happening? What's happening, baby? Not it's good to see you, much, man. Yeah, you too, my friend. It's just, uh, okay. you know, I, I, every time. Let's talk about uh, the weather, right? Well, I was about the weather. The weather, <laughs> the weather uh, like the weather channel every time. Uh, oh, that's but great. Like doom and gloom. Until I come out here one day and say we have some amazing sunshine. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just going to always say we got some rain. I just, I can't. Yeah. It's, I'm flabbergasted by it, but I've just given up to, to like try to figure this shit out. <laughs> we are in a crazy well. That's God's job, right? He, yeah. he dictates the weather. <laughs> yeah, he does. He dictates the weather, and I'm not even trying to figure that out. So right. Heck all yeah, I know man. is that uh, crazy. Anyway, so what's new with you? Yeah, man. Uh, life is good. You know, I'm super excited to talk about this, uh, you know, number 19, um, the topics that we have, uh, you know, to go over networking, you know, marketing and relationships and just how that's so powerful in your business and to grow a business. Um, and not only to grow a business, but to have something you're proud of, right? To, that you're building. I think that's really cool. And uh, yeah, man, I'm excited to jump on in, you know, get this boy started. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, I think the other central piece to it is the sustainability of it, right? Mm. Where, where can you sustain through relationships, marketing, networking? How does that really impact your sustainability of your business that you're building foundationally? Facts, um, right? Facts. So, and I think that's kind of really where we are right now. Honestly, case in point, we are here right now in 2023, um, where probably the last 18 months or so, maybe 22 months, we've seen a change dramatically in the way the market has shifted, right? For sure. You know, it, it's kind of wild because although, you know, you can look back at the history itself, you know, every market kind of has its own uniqueness. You know, even in this, like you said, the past 24 months, it went from like a, a seller market to a buyer market. And now it almost feels like we're back in a seller market. I mean, it went from like all these different stages and no, nothing was like perfectly timed. It was kind of something you just had to feel out and, and see how it was moving. You know, yeah. it does. It feels like it just moves quickly. It's, yeah. it's, it was the same way back in 2007 and eight. I mean, mm -hmm. those, those times were, were the same way, you know, all of a sudden, we saw like the, we saw the light, as they say, we saw the light coming down the, like the train track. We like, it's very dim. It's down, it's coming. We feel it. It's there. This was not possible to continue to sustain this model. People, this was not real. Right. How long can we make this boat float? Right. And uh, <laughs> we like, we're all preparing for it, but then we weren't prepared for it. But mm. uh, yeah, that, and, and that seems to happen, right? No one ever catches the, the bottom or the top at the perfect time. Right. That just seems to be the way it goes, mm -hmm. you know? It's always yeah. sunshine and rainbows until it's not. <laughs> it's like riding that perfect wave. Um, so yeah, let's jump into the bat then. I mean, Heck how yeah. important do you think the networking? I mean, I think those are three great um, pillars that are very synonymous and very yeah. in alignment with each other, right? Yeah. No, I think, you know, like with network, networking, marketing, and relationships are really powerful. I, I want to dive right into marketing um, because I think there's a lot of people out there that have great brands and they have a great message 
but they sometimes they either a they psych themselves out of conveying their message because of whether it's the fear of what people are going to think if they sound silly or they just don't even know how to convey their message right mm-hmm. um and you know when i was really thinking about the topic and we were discussing before we went on the podcast something that really changed my mindset with learning how to market a brand was the authenticity piece of it right and the reason why i say that is because you know especially in video marketing Sometimes our message, at least in real estate or whatever profession we're in, we can focus so much on the what our product is and why you should use us rather than just explaining who we are and why we love what we do and having people to get to know us. Because there's no, you know, in, in, the, in the real world of, you know, meeting people and talking to people, if you walk up to a random stranger on the side of the street and just say, hey, do you want to buy a house for me? My name's Ross Rossen or Chris Akamara. And, you know, I do this, this, this and this. They're going to look at you and be like, dude, can you give me like a couple feet of space? And uh, hey, you know, let's maybe get a cup of coffee and, and, and introduce ourselves. Right. And I think that's what's so cool about marketing that we have in today's age is because we're able to convey that message to our clients, to our sphere, to our platforms in a way that people can get to know us and see what we're about. And then as a result of that, if we attract the right minded people that we're going after, right, then we're going to be able to then explain our services. Right. But I see so many people um, and I've done it myself to where I'm so focused on this is what I do. This is how fast I do it. These are my services, yada, 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 that the consumer doesn't even understand maybe who they are or why they should work with them. Right. They just know, oh, they're going to sell me a house or oh, they're going to help me with a service. And so I think it's a really cool thing to just round table to say, hey, you know, if you have a platform and you have a message, a good place to start, in my opinion, would be to have people to get to know you, have people to build the trust in you, to see who you are, to really understand and relate, and then piggyback on why that's important in what you do. And I really feel that that message sinks in way more than anything else. I just do. I think it's much more of a longevity of a brand than just your services and I'll here, take this, 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 or buy X, Y, and Z from me right now. Right. It just, yeah. Yeah. Totally. So I, I would like to say, I'll add on to that a little bit. And I feel like that we have progressively with technology. Um, I'm definitely a, a firm of action on technology. I believe progress is important with it. Um, we need it. It's necessary, but in all reality with progress, there's always a sacrifice in, in every aspect of it. Right. Um, something has to suffer in order for the progress to happen. And I'd look at our ability with technology that we've grown so exponentially and things like TikTok and Instagrams and Facebooks, social media, and that's marketing. You're right. Like you're saying, you could walk on the street and talk to a human being, which we did 20 or 30 years ago before we had social media. You'd actually walk up to somebody, shake their hand, introduce yourself and spend some time to build a relationship that they can earn your trust. Right. It wasn't like instantly. Oh, yes, I'm going to use you sell my house. Let's go right now and sign a listing agreement. No, we got to spend some time to find out if you're even the right person for me. Do we match well? What are you about? What are your morals? What are your values? What are your standards? What are your beliefs? Who are you, right? So you're right. Now this technology we're in today has fast forward that, and I kind of say microwaved it to the point where you could put X amount of videos of yourself out there and content of yourself out there on a more macro level. And then people, the consumers, which we all know, go where the eyes are. The mm-hmm. eyes are online. 99% of the people and consumers are online. They're on the, the platforms that we're talking about. The Facebooks, the Instagrams, the TikToks, LinkedIn's, the YouTubes, right? So 
what better way to do that? But I would say there's two things that I really want to impose on that is this number one is being intentional and being purposeful with your marketing. So I actually had a conversation with an agent yesterday who called me and was saying, Hey, I'm really challenged. You know, I've been doing a lot of these videos for last three years and I've got nothing at all in return in response to anything I've done. I don't understand. I'm like, well, first off, let's talk about what are the apps, the applications you're using, like what platforms are you using? And I was like, are you posting on like Instagram, you know, TikTok, Facebook, what are you doing? And she goes, oh yeah, I do those things too. I do the, all those. And I'm like, well, what are the videos? Like, tell me what's the content you're putting out there. Well, it's just like random pictures. It's not really specific or directed. It's kind of like random pictures of myself. I take some videos of little places where I go on vacation kind of thing and little episodes of my life on a day-to-day basis. I'm like, okay, that's not intentional. Mm. That's actually very just uh, sporadic. There's no real connection to tie things that people can say ultimately, oh, you know, Ross really likes to do this. Ross really likes to do that. Ross enjoys spending time with his family. Oh, Ross is really involved in real estate. Ross does sell real estate. You know, Gogo, Gogo yesterday on the meeting was saying that if you're that if you're not exposed, if I can't go on your social media right now and, and tell instantly with the first five minutes that you sell real estate, you're a closet agent. Mm, that's good. Right? You're a closet agent. So it's it's true. It's be more specific. So I'm saying, you know, the intentional, the more purposeful marketing right now on social media, if you're gonna go that direction, I think you need to be more more uh, methodical about what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, the TikTok people, I'm sorry, the girls that are out there with their boobs hanging out and stuff and all this stuff behind these photos and saying, hey, you know, bounce around. Yes, that gets views, that gets likes, but that doesn't get business. That's yeah. not intentional or purposeful business. That's not a reward or return investment on business. That just gets creepers. Let's be yeah, honest. That gets I agree. Creep, great creepers creeping on your page. So where are you more intentional and purposeful with your marketing? That's be what I think we talk about. Like, cause, cause I think that's the most essential part. What does it look like to be intentional and purposeful with your marketing? If you're going to go marketing right now on social media, where you need to be because mailers, those work too. That's great marketing for Digital, sure. Right. That still works. Yeah. Still but works. I, right. But you need to be very open to different diversifications of marketing. And right now the social media platform is the easiest that you can really plug into and leverage and scale at such a high level. For sure. And I want to touch on the mailers though, right? Like in my experience from, you know, other realtors, you know, doing it and just watching how that process works. It's not month one that the mailers pay out on it's month nine through 12. Okay. Right. And, and so you, even in that, you have to make those consistent efforts and have a message to go that long of a 12 month you know, period to where you're even getting that business. Right. So back to the, you know, the videos, you got to be purposeful and you got to be consistent with it and, and really have a good message that you're trying to convey or else the audience is not going to connect the dots to, you know, wanting to work with you or wanting to go with you. Right. Yep. And it's a timing thing. That's where the millers come into place. You're mm-hmm. right. Like you plant a tree, you don't expect to eat the fruit tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You plant a tree you're going to have several seasons probably before it even nurtures and matures to even be able to develop fruit on that tree, to be able to even process fruit or vegetables, right? So people are like, I'm going to plant something. No, that's long-term. And I call that actually fishing versus hunting, right? You actually throw a fishing bobber in the water. You sit there and wait till something bites on it. And the millers are perfect for that. But again, anything works when it's the right timing and it's the right audience and the right front of their eye and run in front of their eyes. Right. That's the key to all this marketing. Got to be, it's about placement and timing, placement and timing, right? It's those two things, placement, timing. And the difference though, in the social media aspect or the technology piece or, or that kind of thing is your placement 
and your uh, availability and be in front of audiences is like such a higher return yes. than just the Miller in your neighborhood. Or, you know, you walking into a, a local mixer and, and mixing with some people's like a BIA group or whatever, or, you know, that, so those things do work. We're not saying they don't. So this makes yeah. sure we're clear. Those are listening to us. We're not saying, oh, screw it. Those things, that stuff still freaking works. That's old Absolutely. school. It works. But you got to figure out how to diversify yourself and balance yourself out right now because you are in an era of technology. So you need to embrace it, not run from it. You know, and, and let's, I want to jump at that a little bit more too. You bring up so many great points um, because with this new way of marketing, we have something that can really create an omnipresence, mm-hmm. right? When we're sleeping, people are still seeing our content, right? And so that's huge. You know, when you're cold calling, which, hey, I, I, I love cold calling. I think it's great. Um, it's definitely a great form to build now business. Um, but, you know, once you hang up your phone, you have stopped prospecting. So, you know, when you post a video online, if someone works the night shift or they work, you know, odd hours or they're, hey, they're done with the day and they're looking to relax, let's face it, we all spend a ton of time on our devices. You know, I'm guilty myself, but I do know that, hey, I'll see someone's content and they're preaching a message to me and I'm receiving it. They're not working right then and there. You know, maybe they are, but they're in that moment, the video's done. So the effort for that one minute message can go to thousands of people at all different time zones and all different, you know, and, and the outcome of that is major, you know, it's, it's really powerful, I think. Absolutely. So, and, and then we go back to the word of timing, right? Timing and placement. Timing is that whenever you're available, that's timing. Mm. And it's hard. It's almost impossibly, humanly impossible to be like in every place, every time at the right time, every time for the audience. It's like, it's not possible. You'd have to stay awake 24 seven. And you're right. The ability of technology is that it actually does give you where you have that scalability to have this available 24, seven, 365 days a year for those that are intrigued and want to watch it. So yeah, yeah. it's a valid, valid point. If you're looking at that, understanding your timing and placement and your ability to really put that in the right place at the right time in the right marketing, intentional marketing, again, not stuff that's watered down and things that are just where people visually want to see it because they like it. Let's just keep that real, right? So it's about being some real solid content of something. So um, yeah. what are you using right now? Let's talk about that. Well, maybe we can give some audience some ideas of what are, you, what are you using and what are you most successful with on some of yours? Yeah, honestly, uh, for myself, I was really big in the Instagram, uh, you know, and I know that sounds like maybe it's just one singular platform. Facebook has been great to me too, but I mean, I have gotten a ton of business from Instagram. I mean, I, I built a, you know, I would say, I actually would start to get down my metrics to my videos based on production because I really would see, okay, if I post this many videos, I get this many people reaching out, which makes this many deals come to life. Right. So Mm -hmm. it it became, it it became that, you know, consistent. Uh, But I think now it's really important how easy it is to be on, you know, I'm I'm building the YouTube channel again. I think that's powerful seeing, seeing success on that Facebook. I'm not as much into TikTok. Um, I just, for me, I can't connect with the platform like I can the other ones and that's okay. You know, and I think that's important too. Like, let's just talk about that. If you do not feel confident on a platform, I mean, a, you can find someone to teach you it. If, if you do think it's, you know, necessary for your business, but if you do feel that maybe your audiences is on Facebook or Instagram and just YouTube or LinkedIn or whatever, that's still sufficient in my mind. I think that's fine. You know, you have to go with what you feel confident in as well. Right. Because people are going to feel it. If you don't feel confident, they're going to be like, ah, yeah, he's just doing something he doesn't want to do because, you know, he's trying to be for the money. Right. Yeah. 
or whatever. I mean, that that, that people get that. I, I do, at least. You know, I yeah, can totally. feel it. Well, it shows the authenticity again. You went back to that, right? That was the one point you talked about in the beginning was the authenticity. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't show through when somebody is forced to do something that they don't really want to do, right? It's like yeah. your authenticity, the authenticity, but it's not there. For sure. What so, about you, man? What do you use? Um, well, I'm actually very heavily in all of them, minus TikTok. I have never done TikTok ever. I just never was going there. I always, in my mind, and call it a stigma, what it is, and it's fine. Um, I always thought it was a kid's thing. It was a teenager. TikTok was for teenagers, but obviously it's not. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying I'm just, I, I stand corrected. Uh, there's a lot of adults and stuff that are doing stuff on there that are getting a lot of attention and stuff. So, um, which goes to show you that any, any platform online, pretty much, um, if it gets like enough notoriety and market share, yeah. it works, you know, For sure. look at my, it started with like, my space. I mean, I don't, I never even had a MySpace account at the beginning, but you know, oh, yeah. did, that did was you have one? one? Oh, dude, did I have one? I was the guy in the behind the scenes where I would like create the landing page by mine with the music that played in my top six and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was totally that guy. Yeah. I kind of missed that era of the MySpace. I think I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was having kids or something. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I missed, I completely missed the MySpace era and then jumped around to Facebook, right? And so that was Facebook. So I actually do that. I do the Facebook uh, reels. I'm doing the, re- the reels, obviously, because reels are short. Mm-hmm. And sporadic and people get them and and mine's my content is uh completely based around who i am as a person though i i really love the coaching environment i love the 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 uh, uh the mind space of mindset and growing and developing and growth and uncomfortableness um doing things outside your box like i'm that guy I like i like that mental aspect of coaching and mentality so a lot of my stuff is all about that you know mindset uh men- mental breakdown break it make back up um, growth trajectories and uncomfortable as situations that you're getting in life. So, Heck yeah. which is the mindset's where it needs to be at everything. And that we talk about, even all your marketing and networking and doing all the stuff you build, if your mindset's not right, we always have that conversation. It doesn't work. Right. So that's right. Um, that's my thing. So I do Facebook, Instagram reels. Um, I do YouTube shorts now. I really got YouTube shorts. It is the new thing now. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm doing a lot of YouTube shorts. Um, and I do post on LinkedIn cause it's just easy. It's actually one click away. And I just post the same thing. I copy and paste and put it around right LinkedIn too. I don't feel like I get much from LinkedIn. It's not my thing, but I'm just like, why not? It takes an extra couple of seconds. So So that's my thing across the board, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube shorts right now. Love Um, it. So yeah. And we'll see what happens. And for someone that's listening, maybe you're like, well, how do I create, you know, content or where do I even start? Um, something that I've been using a lot lately, and I know AI has been a big talk, but chat GBT guys, listen, you can ask it to create a video script for you on any topic. Then you can take that video script and tell it to create a description for your posts. It will help you with the titles and everything else. And then if you're, you know, maybe, you know, not, you want to dig deeper, a great person I recommend to follow who helped me a lot was Gary V. Gary V, he, he has a great platform and he, he helps educate other entrepreneurs on what to do with your stuff and your content. And he's pretty accurate. I mean, it's similar to you. I was like, TikTok, man, that's not for me. But Gary V's like, man, this is the new video platform. And sure enough, here yeah, it is. It works. So. It, you know, again, if it gets pushed around enough and it gets like the, the, the marketability and notoriety from like the higher ups of people, the celebrities and people of, of value, obviously I don't want to say value, that's not the right word, but people that are followed and, and kind of idolized, then it works, right? Yeah. It does. Heck yeah. It's it's easy to do that. It's, you know, my, Michael Jordan could come out with something tomorrow and be like, oh, I'm selling this and everybody would buy it. Why? Because it's Michael Jordan. Like, right. Okay. Right. You have that, that, that ability to have that built, built in. So, Heck yeah. um, 
So yeah, so we talked about that. Obviously, marketing is great. Social media is great. That's the new wave of marketing. Um, I would not ditch and get away from the old school marketing. I think those are very, very important. Still, you need to figure out ways to maybe impose that and create a business model around that too. Um, I wouldn't let it go. It'd be that one you kind of like maybe set it and forget it kind of thing. You know, keep doing your mailers in your areas that you want to be in, um, uh, that you want to like geographically want to kind of own the territory, right? Yeah. Yep. And market those with some millers and be consistent about it though too, right? It's going to take probably like your whole entire career. I would say you'd never stop. You start, you never stop with the marketing mm -hmm. millers. That would be like, if you want that neighborhood, you need to do it probably consistently for years. I know people who've done specific areas for years and they own that area. People yeah. know, oh, that's, that's so-and-so's area. Yeah. For he's sure. been in there for 10 years. He's door knocked and marketed that miller that to death. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. And that's how it works though, right? It was a, it was a process that he had to continue to do. For sure. And I'm always inspired by the people that do that. There's a gentleman uh, here in our local area. He knocked on every door in this city. He made it his point. He was going to introduce himself to every single resident that lived there. He only ate in the city. He lived in the city. And he, I mean, he, everyone knows him. I mean, he dominated that city by doing an old school approach of just door knocking and getting to know the community. So it does work. It does Probably work. Does. Is it time consuming? Yeah. Yeah. Is it sustainable? Well, it depends on how much of a go-getter you are. You know, that's another yeah. thing. If you really are obsessed about it, you will. That's right. If you're not, but it was interesting. I read a, my book this morning. I was reading like the, the brain actually is designed specifically to work on less energy, right? To conserve energy. The brain's job is to conserve energy as much as possible. Mm. And that's the key factor to the way it works well. And so when you think about that, like most often, more often than not, as human beings, our behavioral patterns, if we're targeted that way for our brain to conserve energy means we want to do the least as possible the path of least resistance that is how we're wired as human beings we always will find the easiest way out with the most return ever so yeah you got to work against that right that's, that's right you got to work against that the fact that you really probably are trying to find the easiest way out which knocking on doors like that guy did every door in the city took him probably years and a lot of time and oh, energy yeah. You know, okay, so that's now talking about the working smarter, not harder, mm -hmm. right? We're not saying it's ineffective. For we're sure. just now going over to we're smarter, not harder now. And how can we do that? And there's social, that's that's tech and that's social media. Heck yeah. Right. But again, be timing and placement, intentional and purposeful with your content and messaging. And that is the key to these things. Those four pillars right there, man. Timing, placement, intentional, and, 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 uh, uh, Purposeful. Sorry, I had a brain fart there. Purposeful. So those four pillars, man, are the ones that are going to be very, very significant about you and your marketing, digital marketing online right now, period. Absolutely, um, man. Right. This is good stuff. And, you know, going into the other topics that we have, I want to pick your brain more and hear more about what you have to say, because you are very purposeful with your content, with everything that you do, um, especially how you network, Chris. I mean, I, I, I love the way that you network, man. And I would love to hear, and I know the audience would as well, you know, what are the, some of the things that you do to help build your network, um, you know, within your sphere that you have with the relationships? Like what has been something that you found that works in building you know, whether it's having a networking event, whether it's, you know, creating um, a network of people that you connect to, like, what are the things that you see work and or how do you approach building that? 
Mm, that's a loaded question. It All is right. a loaded question. And hey, so, you can, yeah, you can, un- <laughs> you, can uh, you can unpack that in any direction that you want, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I tried to keep it open-ended. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best method, honestly, I don't think there's ever a best method. In fact, it's the, like we always talk about, what's the best method? The best method is one that you actually uh, uh, commit to and doing. You know, find one that you really enjoy doing as far as networking. Um, because again, I mean, I'll go back to this part before, I guess maybe we can talk about the, the networking part. What's the intention behind networking? The intention behind networking is obviously to meet people that we can possibly, as much as we possibly can within our own database and create a database of people, right? And those people are the ones that either want to help. Uh, we want to help uh, grow them, educate them and share with them maybe things that we're doing or maybe even learn from them, right? It's one of those three things, you know, we're going to share with them things. Um, they're going to share stuff with us. Hopefully it's a two-way street. So the networking piece is to build the relationships that we ultimately are going to use for us, maybe as stepping stones for our personal life, but also for those we can make an impact in their life too. So when I, when I think about that, I think about the relationships that I want to build. I always think about my sphere of people that I want to be around. That's number one. Like I look about who's my tribe, you know, proximity is power. So who's my tribe? Who's the ones I really want to connect with? And, um, you know, there's two sides of that. One, you always talk about if you're the if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. So I want to be the dumbest guy in the room. So I need to find people that are of higher caliber than I am, and that requires networking in areas that are probably more uncomfortable to me than most people would do, right? So, in that sense, I'm saying it's not easy to do. That's very hard to do mm. for the natural so- behavior, right? I want to, I want to open that up too, because I know there's listeners thinking, well, well, how do I even approach that? Right? Like if I am the, you know, the guy in the room, that's not the smartest, how do I approach the people that are the smartest to even build that network? Like what's a good way for someone to go about that? (laughs) This is about attraction. 1000%. I will tell you this right now. And every aspect in my life that I've ever done this, where I've been connected to people that were at higher levels that I was able to learn from and dig into was because, and I want to say accidentally, but it wasn't accidentally. It was because I was actually doing the things I needed to do in my life that were working towards that. And I'll even take this into a personal relationship. This is about personal stuff, but you know, we always talk about, oh my gosh, I want to, as a man, oh my gosh, I want to, I want to find this amazing, beautiful woman who's bright, intelligent, smart, loving, caring, honest, loyal, right? All these things, right? Visionary, you know, forward thinker, big thinker, you know, okay, great. Are you those qualities as a guy? Because mm. if you're not those qualities of a guy, you're absolutely not ever going to attract a woman like that in your life. So I want to attain those things that I want to do. If I want to be a millionaire or a billionaire or be around people that are high level thinkers, I need to start thinking that way, behaving that way. And my energy will connect me to them. It always has. Always does. Right. And so how do you do that? Well, personal development yourself. It starts with you people. No matter where you want to go attach yourself in life to, whether it's a person, individual, or situation, you need to start with yourself. Everything starts with yourself, and then it goes out from there. So if you're not putting in the work, if you're not doing the research, if you're not doing the thinking, the behavioral, the personal development, the self-care that gets you to the point where you want to be at, you're never going to attract those tribe of people into your life. Come on. Right. So I would say the first initiation that you should do if you're looking to find those groups of people is start to become that person. And I'm like, well, how do I do that? Well, just start working on yourself. Personal care is simple. Start reading, start meditating, start like um, uh, uh, journaling and things like that. Right. All these things you need to start doing. 
you start doing these things, you start bringing your mind out and you dig your brain and you start growing and growing and growing. Then you will, just by chance, you're going to stroll across somebody like all of a sudden, hey, and oh my gosh, it's a guy, a person I want to talk to, or that's a gal, uh, that's somebody I want to connect to, right? So yeah, I don't think there's, that's the key is, is you've got to start to become the person that you want to be become, right? And then ultimately that's what's going to get you your tribe of people. So yeah. in the networking aspect, that's what I would say. Start there. Heck yeah. You bring up a lot of good points. Um, you know, and I want to kind of dig into them a little bit uh, because man, there's so much, so much fruit in it. In it. Um, and, you know, believing in being in this uh, person that you want to be rather than where you currently are. Right. And how to get there. That is, that is so good because oftentimes, right. If we're not doing the behaviors and things that we need to do to get us to where we're going to go, why would we ever expect that we're going to get there? You know, it's, it's just not going to happen. But I think there's something that I've learned for myself too in doing that is create wins, right? So if, if you want to become a millionaire entrepreneur and you want to do all those things, you know, day one, you're not going to, you know, read for two hours. Maybe you are, but you're, you're not going to meditate for, you know, 20 minutes straight, or you're not going to hit the phones and set a gazillion appointments and do all these things. And that's okay. But it's the practice and the effort and the striving towards this, that, you know, when you get those wins of, Hey, I meditated for one minute today, I read 10 pages, I went out and I introduced myself to five people. Okay. Now I learned how to do that. And now I can do that in this amount of time. So now tomorrow it's just going to compound and compound and compound. And like you said, eventually as doing that and creating those efforts and creating those small wins, you will put yourself around people that are like-minded because naturally you're, when you had your, like the, you hang around a barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut, right? Mm -hmm. You start yep. to think and do these things. It's, it's, you're naturally going to gravitate um, like-minded people near you. So let's jump into the relationship uh, component of that then too. So obviously, cause you're networking and you know, again, I love that you said um, that the goal with networking is you're either showing someone something you're learning from, you know, them or, you know, teaching them something as well. Um, or, you know, and you're also trying to work with them, right? Like you're trying to build a network of people that are resources within each other. Um, when you look at relationship, Chris, cause you know, that's a really big key to success is relationship. What would you say, and I, I guess I want to see how I want to ask you this. Like, I don't want to say like, what, what's been the most successful thing you've done to build a relationship because, you know, authenticity and just being a great person kind of handles that. Um, but what kind of, how do you go about building relationships though? Right? Like a lot of people, I, I hear like in loan officers and realtors and, you know, we call people and, Oh, Hey, you want to do business with me? Like what, what is your approach in building that relationship? Is it coffee on the first date? Is it, you know, um, are you going out to dinner? Are you just setting a simple phone call? Are you going into businesses directly and building relationships? Like what has worked for you building relationships? Hmm. Well, <clears throat> again, I don't think there's one, one, <laughs> one shoe size fits all here with building relationships. Obviously, I think, you know, even for you, obviously you doing the same thing and, you know, whatever works for you in your area works for me differently in my area. Um, I always look at to determine again, what kind of relationships I want to have, you know, mm -hmm. those are the ones again, that my tribe I'm looking to build. So when I'm doing that, um, I'm spending the time I have, which naturally I feel like this has turned in more to me more like, again, more recently, uh, about this traction piece where I've these relationships I'm building more recently now are ones that are actually coming to me, mm. you know? And so it's not like it's an effort I'm doing to that. It's 
it's the things I'm doing again. If we go back to everything we've been talking about, right? The social media stuff, the platforms, the marketing ourselves, all those things have now created this ability for the relationships to kind of come my direction now. Mm. Whereas before, yes, I had to actually go after practically go after them. And, and in doing so, it was more about genuinely trying to understand who those people are to gain new friendships. Like I really truly wanted to become a friend of yours. Right. Mm. Um, and that's kind of where I always started from the beginning is because we do that as kids. I mean, it's just from childhood yeah. from the moment you get to school in the beginning, you go make new friends. And then when you do that, you build these good friendships with some that stay your friends the entire time, all the way through high school when you graduate, those are relationships. Yeah, You know, those aren't friendships anymore. Those are relationships. And then you even stay longer, right? Like even as you guys get older and like you have kids, get married, move on, go to college, become a career oriented, you guys still stay in relationship together. It might not be as frequent as before, but you still are in a relationship with them. And it's a valued one that you guys both um, know, like, and trust each other. So that's the most important part. I think when we're talking about relationships, um, especially now, anybody that's listening on this podcast today and, and trying to figure out why they're not succeeding or why they're struggling in the real estate sector right now with their business because they didn't spend the last 10 years doing what they should have been doing, which is building amazing relationships. They were too so heavily focused on Zillow leads, Redfin leads, all these internet leads that never create serious relationships. It's like Tinder. It's overnight success. It's a one-hit wonder. You don't build relationships through those kind of models. And so any agent that was out there looking to go find brokerages and companies, and even today, you're going to go look for brokerages and companies that are going to offer you leads. You're yeah. not building a business again. You're yeah. just putting a Band-Aid on something that you should be doing better, which is building relationships. Real estate is based off of relationships, period. Come Sales on. is built off relationships, period. And the more relationships you have, the more solid relationships you have, the ones that are ones that have earned the trust are the ones that you're going to be staying, stay busy. Right. Yeah. So that's the key. Those that are not busy right now, because they didn't build any solid relationships. Come on. Period. hundred percent. Yeah. I'll, I'll prove that to you a thousand percent. You're now trying to scramble around trying to figure out who should I talk to? Well, I had four people that I actually maybe did deals with in the last couple of years or whatever, five people, a handful, 10, 12. Let's just say I did last year or year before from a Zillow lead. But I didn't really follow up with them because why I was still very heavily focused on the next set of leads that were coming in. So yeah. I never did pay attention to them and give them the nurturing that they, desired, they needed, right? So they don't really know me. And they probably already moved on and got another deal with somebody else. And they're a real estate agent. It's so true. Right? It's, it's so true. And I've seen it on teams too, where you know I've been a part of teams in the past where I've watched people be so heavily focused on just leads over and over and over that when they drift it off and oh, they get this confidence that I can go on my own, they go on their own and they're like, whoa, wait, no one's calling me. Nothing's happening. What's going on? You know, and it is a longer approach to just work on the value add of relationships than it is for the quick lead that comes in your door. Yeah. But it's sustainable, right? Like when you, like you said, like when you actually begin to have value in these people's lives and you get to know and you cultivate that relationship, it's not only more impactful in your business because you feel more rewarding when you help that individual get mm -hmm. to where they're going to, but then, you know, they, they want to help you. They want to help you more. They want to get you to where you're trying to go. And it's, and it's not so much of a weird ask when you're having those conversations, if you actually cared for the relationship as it is, if you just call them once in a while and, you know, and say, Oh, Hey, what are you doing? Do you have any leads for me? Oh, Hey, yeah. what are you doing? I want, I want you to come over to this uh, brokerage with me. Oh, people, people are put off by that. 
Yeah. You know, no, no one wants that. Yeah. It's not authentic again. Yeah. It's off putting. It really is. It's not yeah. authentic and it's off putting and it really doesn't show a sense of real, like, I really care about you. I sincerely care about you, Ross. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm only looking at you for potentially making money off you. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's the biggest, the different dynamic in that. Heck but yeah. those people that have spent and quality time with their clients and really took care of their clients, like above and beyond the wow factor, mm-hmm. people don't forget the wow factor. So if you're building these relationships, that is the key to create the wow factor that they don't ever forget who you are and you consistently stay in touch with them and you keep that relationship. You know, I always hear that realtors, oh, I love real estate because I get to make line, lifelong friends. Okay, I'm going to say realtor down next when it says that. And I'm asking, when's the last time you went back on your database and did like a real, not a, not a text message or like a little mailer out or a, but you really went by and said, hi, you really mm-hmm. called them on the phone and says, Hey Ross, how's it going? It's been, you know, six, eight months. How are you? How are the kids doing? Mm-hmm. You know, how's the family doing? You know, did, did, did little Julie actually go up and, and finish, you know, like soccer or how's she doing soccer this year? Right. Yep. Did you really spend the time to get to know what the family is really about? Come on. It's so to listen, to listen, to hear, and actually, yes, that's powerful. It is. It is. is. It's the wow factor, but most people are not. They're so busy with it. I get it. They're so busy moving on to the next deal that they don't have time to invest in the wow factor. And that's how you build solid relationships, right? So, yeah. I mean, this has been a great conversation. I mean, we talked to everything. I mean, every aspect from the marketing piece of it, where we are now, to the uh, networking part of it, to the relationship part of it. And all three of those are great pillars that are very synonymous to each other. And they all need, need, need one another to, to work successfully. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, what, so a couple of things that for you, let's jump on some of the, right, we got a few minutes left here. Let's talk about what yeah. uh, you're talking yeah. about, like so your relationships, what are you, what things you're doing for your relationships and what are some of the aspects and the wins that you're, you're working for you right now to build yeah. those and, and uh, in your area. Great question. Uh, you know, for me, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't want to say that it comes naturally, uh, but like, I've always just loved connecting with people and hearing their story. I mean, similar to which why I love jumping on this podcast and having great conversation with you. Right. I mean, connections always been a thing for me. Um, and you know, early on, I I was very fortunate to have somebody pull me aside and say, Hey, if you want to make it in this business, do not worry about the outcomes of any of the relationships you've had rather than what you can add to the relationship. Right. So, you know, don't ever try to be the guy to just sell somebody on something real quick because, you know, you're looking for a sale or, you know, oh, you know, you're just trying to go over there to get the listing appointment just to get it sold real quick, like slow it down. So for me, it's always been slow down and listen. So whenever I meet somebody, I really try to get to know them. I want to, I want to know everything, man. What do you do? How, why, why do you do it? You know, uh, what works, what, what do you, what do you like? And you know, your current house or what do you like in your current life? That's so much fun. See if I have anything in common with the, you know, hobbies and activities that they have. Um, I really try to just get to know the person and care. And, and I truly do like, I don't know what it is, but I, I really do love learning people's stories. I mean, people fascinate me. I mean, the things that people get into and stuff, I just, I love to hear about it. Um, and so because of that, you know, um, it's funny you say like when you're like, if there's a realtor that says, you know, I just love connecting with people. I'm like, oh dude, I'm that realtor. I do. And I'm like, if you ask me that I actually make it a point. So every day I I make three calls to past clients, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that is a minimum. Now my goals, my goal is always to hit five if I can, but three is my minimum. I got to talk to my people. Um, and it's really simple. So 
I liked what you said there. Like, do you, do you know when so-and-so is graduating? Do you know when so-and-so is doing this? You know, something that's worked for me is when I'm on the phone, I am asking those questions. Hey, what do you got going on for the weekend? What do you got? Someone tells me that they're having a wedding that they're going to that weekend. I am putting in my CRM that I am writing them a handwritten card saying, Hey man, thanks for the conversation. Just wanted to say, I hope your aunt's wedding went awesome. And I know you had that best man speech that you had to do for your, you know, so-and-so. And, And, uh, I know, I know you do great. Can't wait to hear about it. Right. Like to be intentional, you know, not just, Oh, Hey, how's everybody doing? Okay. Yeah. Great. Bye. Right. Like it's what you do with the call and the relationship. It's not just about the, the first call, the second call, the third call. It's really about showing, you know? And, uh, I always base my, my success on like, Hey, if how, if I get invited over for the family dinner, man, you're doing the right thing with relationship. And that's always my goal. I want to be that friend and that family, you know, member that, Hey, I want that guy. I want Ross over. I want to hang out. And, and because of that, ironically, like you said, in the, you know, the previous thing on relationship and networking and mindset, um, and building something, when you position yourself like that, you just will find people that are like-minded. Mm-hmm. you'll find the people that love to hang out or love to do the same things that you do. And then it doesn't seem like it's, I don't want to say work because it is always work when you're applying yourself to a high degree and anything, but it will feel natural and you'll actually enjoy it more. So, you know, yeah, I, I built relationship uh, was really the keystone and cornerstone of my business. Um, you know, my clients have gotten me through, you know, all the markets that we've been in. And, uh, you know, I don't cold call and I, I really only pay for leads for my team. You know, I, 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 like I, like you said, the Zillow, I mean, in my career, I've maybe closed two Zillow deals, you know, and it was early on just because, but it was ultimately calling my people, building that rapport, really caring, and then getting to know them. And as a result of that, you know, yeah, business comes from it, but that's never my intent. I don't have my hand out in the relationship. I'm always trying to add value. You know, so if I call on, oh, you know, the plumbing broke on my house. Oh, I got a plumber. Let let me give you my guy. He's going to come over now. And, you know, I'm going to tell him that I referred you and all this other stuff. I'm always trying to add value than I am from taking from the person, you know, it's important. Yeah. I love it. So that's that's how you show that. that, That's how you show that you really do care, though. Right. Yeah. You're adding value to people versus trying to take. You got to deposit for the withdrawal. That's right. That's right. Awesome, man. Good, well, good, great good episode. I know. Great episode. Great points. I mean, for those who are listening out there again, hope this was valuable to you guys. Obviously, I think I would take into consideration a few things within your marketing right now. Obviously, if you're not doing the social media or the tech marketing pieces, the digital marketing, you probably should look at that. Um, if you're curious and want more information on that, you can always DM us, hit us up, let us know. We'd love to share with you what we're doing more in depth. Um, but also, you know, the networking piece and, and the relationships that come from that, right? How valuable are those relationships you can be doing? Uh, and to stay ahead of the game because that's going to be your solid foundational business moving forward the next man whatever until you're done with this business right mm-hmm. so if you can maintain that wow factor with your your clients and your friends and your relationships um that you'll have a solid business no matter what market i promise you no matter what market you will have a solid business man so okay. awesome man it's always go. great uh, chat with you ross and, and talking good shop talk and uh hopefully oh, yeah. again it was positive and affirmative for any of those that are listening and um, hope it was valuable nuggets that you guys can take away and stuff. And you know, like I said, if you guys are curious for more stuff, hit us up, let us know. Um, but we'd love to be here for you every week. And we're excited to see you guys again next week. So until then, I adieu you adieu. Have a great day, man. And have a great week, my friend. I'll see we'll you see until ya. next time. All right. Peace.